Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part five in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. You and I have been talking about this a lot lately, but a big part of this, I think, is reframing pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because it, you know, what ends up happening is we get in this cycle early that, oh, I experienced pain. I got to run from it. I got to get, I just got to get it to stop because that means I'm a bad person or something. We, we interpret pain so negatively, but here's, here's the truth. Like pain is universal. Pain is inevitable. Oftentimes, if you're experiencing pain, we should look at it and be like, awesome. This is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to do something hard. Well, like life can be hard. And I think the goal is, is that we can learn to tolerate pain and learn to, to ask for help in the midst of painful things and hard things, because that allows us to grow and learn. Um, because oftentimes, you know, people have been put down or they've been, you know, maybe they didn't have a great childhood or maybe um, they don't, they don't talk to themselves in a very healthy way. And so when they're faced with hardship, right, we beat ourselves up. We, we, we have very negative self-talk instead of telling ourselves the story, man, this is an opportunity for me to learn something new. This is an opportunity for me to grow. Yeah. It would be beneficial also, as we just had a conversation about this, the difference between pain and suffering. So when we talk about, when, when we're talking about pain here, the good pain, it's the type of pain that drives us towards growth, like, like working out, like choosing to eat healthy is painful. If you don't, if like, I mean, I love pizza and I love, I love cheeseburgers, but it's painful and frustrating when I have to, I don't like eating salad as much as I like eating cheeseburgers, but that's a good pain. Figuring out how to pay your taxes, figuring out how to do a budget, figuring out how to, how, you know, all that stuff. That's painful. And what we're talking, so I, I want guys to hear is like, well, I'm experiencing pain. So I'm just, I just have to persevere through it and get, get through this, put my head down and just deal with it. What's what you're learning in that pain is once when, when pain becomes something where I can't do this alone, I can't handle it alone. I need to ask for help, but I'm saying like, that is the learning experience where I need to ask for help. So I, it doesn't turn into suffering. Cause like, we'll just use the filling out a form for taxes. I'm not an accountant. I'm not an IRS agent. When I get a scary letter from the IRS, which happens, what do I, it's like, I call an accountant or I talk to someone I know and I, I know and trust like, what do I do with this? This doesn't make sense. These numbers don't make sense. Math's not my friend. What do I do? So that's, that is me experiencing the pain and doing the, and, and learning from it instead of turning it into suffering. It's like, well, I'm just going to ignore that letter. I'm just going to put it in the recycling and pretend I never got it. So, because I can't, I don't want to do, I don't know what to do about that. So instead of trying to solve it, I'm just going to ignore it. Like that's, that is, that's when it tips into suffering that I've created. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think to land the plane here, um, like what are some ways to cultivate um, self-regulation? What are some ways to cultivate space between impulse and behavior? Um, Ultimately, this is what we try to do at the refuge where we work, you know. Um, Sometimes we need an inpatient treatment like long term we need we need to go somewhere where we can totally disengage have a lot of practice yeah i mean you know 
counseling is helpful. Coaching is helpful. Uh, mentorship's helpful. Just a, a good friend who you can be honest with and they can be honest with you is helpful. But like, I think where I wanted to go with this is like, we have to start with paying attention to ourselves. And if you don't know how to do this, that's why we need sometimes need a guide like a counselor or somebody. But it's like, I've got to be able, like, firstly, I've got to be able to become more, I'm going to say a wordy word in the one packet, but just like more emotionally attuned. I've got to, I've got to be able to make sense of how I'm feeling. So like, for example, right? Somebody gets a tax bill and maybe you haven't paid your taxes in five years, especially if you've been in recovery. Um, this, this happens. I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but this that happens all the time. Somebody gets clean. They realize, oh man, I haven't paid my taxes for five years. Freaks. Like, what's the emotion? Emotions, anxiety, fear. And then that, that can spiral somebody into a poor choice. And so it's like, can I, can I learn to slow down enough to pay attention to my emotions? Okay. I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety, but what do I want to do with that anxiety? Do I want to point it towards a behavior that's going to be self-sabotaging or do I want to point it towards asking someone for help? You know, and obviously one of those is probably not going to end well. And one of those, you know, I've talked to our CFO, Ben Reynolds, many times, and he, and he helps counsels guys in, the, in and around the refuge with their taxes. And almost always he says, man, it wasn't as worse as they thought it was. It wasn't as worse as, as they thought it was. And it's like, okay, slow down. How? What's the emotion I'm feeling? It's really important to learn to name the emotion. For men, especially, oftentimes, it's always like anger, mad. But it's like, okay, what's behind that? Oftentimes, it's more vulnerable than that. So maybe it's fear. Maybe, you know, maybe you're just scared. You know, you're overwhelmed. You're anxious. There's many emotions. Maybe you need to buy an emotion wheel. Like, to, like If you're in the refuge, ask me. I have them. Okay, yeah. Ask Austin. Um, to where you can, look at a, you can look at a list of emotions and descriptions and, and, and to be able to learn more about emotions. This might sound strange, but I, I'm telling you, a lot of the struggles we experience come down to the fact that we, we don't know how we feel. When we've, especially when we feel negative things and we don't even know how to handle the positive ones, like excitement well. And so we just react without understanding how we feel. So the first thing we have to do is learn to be more in touch with our emotions. Got to be able to name them. We got to be able to talk about them. Anything you want to add to that one? There is like a three-step process that's super easy. And the first, the very two to that, and the very first one is acknowledge emotions. Just acknowledge that they're there. Acknowledge what it is specifically. So I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. Just identifying how I feel. Acknowledge the emotion. That's the first step. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part six in our conversation. We'll see you then.